We are enjoying some time with our family, and it is great to have folks come here and visit, and great to have them visiting with us on the podcast. Welcome to Longleaf Breeze, beginners learning subsistence farming using three simple principles, approaching but never reaching subsistence. It's got to be fun while we're doing it. And we don't make allness statements. And now, Lee and Amanda Borden. Welcome to our podcast of April 8, 2010. Just as you said at the opening, we are so glad to have our family. If you remember, two weeks ago we had Adrian here. And um, unfortunately, Kenny couldn't be with her because he had to stay in California to, to um, continue his education. And they weren't giving him uh, the break that she had in terms of... Um, time off but th- this week we actually have uh the rest of the family we have joe michelle and smith borden and mama uh norma or great grandma or grandma as known to others in the family uh so we're so glad to have all three of them here we had actually done a podcast over the christmas holidays with all of the family assembled and due to technical difficulties could not air it so we're glad to have this as a compliment to that Um, and we're starting out by asking those visitors to the farm what their impressions are of you know what's changed since you've been here last you want to start us off joe sure and uh by technical difficulties it's a nice way of saying michelle's racist comments that's not uh, true. Shouldn't have drank so much during that podcast. Turns jo- out. Joe's a comedy writer, so you really have to take everything he says with a grain of salt. And I noticed that uh, Michelle has learned the fine art of not laughing at your jokes. I'm impressed with that, by the way. Well done, Michelle. I think we just don't, we haven't mic'd her heavily enough. She was, she, that was a genuine guffaw. We just didn't, we just didn't get it. Use the racist thing a lot. So, <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm tired of his jokes. He needs to develop a new repertoire. <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, what what do we want? Uh, we What's wanna... changed the most since you were here last? What has changed the most? And you were here last in December of 2009. Is that correct? Yes. Christmas was the last visit, and uh, I would say uh, easily the 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 deer fence and the orchard have been the biggest changes probably since then. Yeah, I would tend to agree. The fact that there was no orchard planting and there was absolutely no deer fence <laughs> at the time. And that's also been the focus of most of our time and energy since you were here. So that makes sense that that would be where you see the most change. That and the interior of the pole barn. I mean, we've spent a lot of time just freshening things up and moving things from one place to another, trying to get things organized. Right. But let's let the others respond before you say too much, Lee. Uh, What do you think, Michelle? Um, definitely the deer fence and the orchard. Um, the grass has grown a, a lot, and um, everything looks very lush. Um, let's see what else. The the apartments pretty much the same. You guys definitely seem more moved in, and and you seem to know your space and work well within it. And um, 
And also, I just like the the springtime in the South. It's just so nice out here. Obviously, the weather you have nothing to do with changing the weather, but it's just been it's been a nice um, time to be out here because it's just so beautiful. The dogwoods have bloomed, and um, the random pink trees. We're not quite sure. We'll have to ask somebody about those. But but everything is just it's really pretty. Um, to be out here. Okay. Thanks for mentioning those pink trees because we do have a um, a lovely blooming pink. It's not a pink dogwood, we don't think, and it has a fragrance like roses. Um, and I probably should know my trees better if I'm going to start this line of work. But we're going to uh, ask some people, notably your dad, Michelle, who's um, an expert um, on everything right he's a real (laughs) renaissance man but he knows his plants he's been doing this for quite a while and has farmed before so we're they're going to take a picture and we hope maybe he can help us identify it and if not um i have some friends biology professor friends who maybe can help so anyway maybe by next week we'll know what that tree is oh well this is grandma and as i entered this morning lee had to come and let me through the electric gate and uh, uh, as I drove down that road um, I thought about I want to bring some of my in fact Amanda has said that I may might bring some of my friends up here because they have heard all about the development of this farm (laughs) so to speak at Friendship and I thought I want to tell them that this road was not here when they came nothing but trees and even though the road seems a little primitive they have made that road so that we could drive on it and they have accomplished a lot in the years that they have thank you for saying Mm -hmm. that and mama you are one of the rare people who actually saw this property pretty soon after we yes nothing but woods and trees Mm -hmm. and and the woods were all tangled a tangled mess Yes, yes, that's right. One of the first projects he tackled was down there at the easement because we did not want to let kudzu start to get a foothold here. And I remember, Michelle, you and your mom coming Mm -hmm. for a walk early in the process when we didn't have much of any, we didn't have paths or Mm -hmm. anything. Just mud and kudzu. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And a lot of vines. And we still have a lot of vines, but this space where we're living, at least, is more cleared out. There's a lot of logging leftovers. Yes, yes. And we still have a lot in distant places, but our goal has been, and I think we may have said this before on the podcast, that to sort of take where we're living and work our way out so that, you know, our living space, as we expand that out, um, has a less logged, damaged look. So, well, good. Well, I guess the other question we wanted to ask them was, what did they expect to see change that wasn't? Or what, what did you, were there any surprises the other way that you thought, well, surely they would have done this by now, or, or this would have been different, but it's not. Is there anything like that? Did you say you had something? Not that. Uh, no. I, I, what I was referring to is what they have done. I don't know that I've noticed anything that they have failed to do. Uh, in fact, I've been, have been quite surprised at their accomplishments, to tell you the truth. That's where I I don't have any I don't have any qualms with what they've been doing. I think that they've done a tremendous job and I'm just impressed with what they have been able to get done with the inclement weather and you know just being the two of them most days. You know you don't have a lot of people hire a band of 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 helpers to do this and you guys have been doing this pretty much all on your own. So I don't really I don't feel the need to push you further. I think you're doing great. I think pats on the back are great, but 
let we're doing a podcast here, so let, let's let's try to make some progress. Uh, I I have something. Good. Um, why take so long to get the greenhouse up? You you had so much fun with your produce that you planted last year. Why not go ahead and get the greenhouse up so that you can have some kind of you know vegetable that is going longer? Why not extend the season so that you have some food that you can eat? during you know more of a you know, the the uh, colder part of the year right that is certainly our goal joe and i think the only thing that has held us back is just lack of time we had to we had a priority list the deer did so much damage to the summer garden and the fall garden last year that we decided that since we know we can grow things that way if deer don't eat the pro- the product of it that we needed to make that a top priority to keep the deer fin- deer out of the area that we know where we can grow things but i agree with you and that is our goal probably within the next year to get the greenhouse up so that we can extend the season we may not ever have a year-round garden but we'd like to at least see something we can put out like start it earlier in the in january or something and you can do that if you have um a hoop house or a greenhouse or something like that and and also it would have made my life a lot easier with starting seed indoors this year I'm having to sort of, when I get back from my trip, um, start my seed um, and buy a windowsill or something. We don't really want to invest in a lot of kind of makeshift grow lights and and, uh, watering systems that we know that wouldn't be compatible with the greenhouse. So next year, I think we'll be able to do a lot more starting heirloom seeds instead of buying plants from the nursery or something to set out. So it's a goal. It just... You know, it's like Michelle said, there are only two of us and limited time, et cetera. Um, and there were, will be times that we do have to hire helpers. Um, in fact, one of our next um, things is the ditching, though, for the, yeah. Uh, and you might want to talk a little bit about that, our plans for drip irrigation, because what we've planted this week has definitely um, demonstrated to us how badly we want to get that going because watering has been rather difficult. You might want to speak to that. Yeah, I'll be glad to. The, um, Veg Hill is enclosed for the first time, and we are just now planting for the spring garden for 2010, and we're feeling a keen need to get some kind of supplemental watering going. I mean, we really noticed it as soon as we got your first tranche in after Good Friday. That's right, and maybe it's worth going ahead at this point and mentioning what we did put in. Uh, We have not tried to put all the April plantings, that the, the plantings that are recommended for Alabama in April, because, well, the whole Good Friday idea is uh, traditional in the southeast, especially in Alabama. We have some uh, relatives who've been farming for years who swear by that. Uh, but Good Friday came really early this year, and we had just come off putting the deer fence up. Um, so we we were a little bit pushed for time anyway. But we um, we just tried to get sort of the basic March planting done so that we can come back in mid-April when it's a little, the weather's a bit more settled and put the traditional April plantings in. Um, so what we put out were basically, well, we had some muscadines that had just 
been sitting there languishing in their pots and really should have been put in, we know, in February. But they finally made it in on Good Friday. And they are so happy down there now. They are spreading out and going, okay, you're going to have to trellis us real soon because we're taking off. Um, We put in some blackberries that day as well. On Saturday, we planted, um, just to give a brief summary, and, and we'll try to update our database on Longleaf Breeze. Uh, that's been a continuing source of friction between you and me. I'm getting, I'm trying to get you to focus on the fact we need to get those plantings on the database, but you keep pushing me back. Well, we can do that anytime. We can do that anytime. And it's now been what, uh, more than a week? Granted, you're correct. So we will get that on the database. <laughs> but uh, I wonder if it wouldn't make sense to do some kind of a video companion to the podcast and just kind of force yourselves to to have that item available to people and and that way that would be great Um, yeah again another another item on the list yeah another task and can i whine for a second one of the things that makes this challenging for mom and me is that in addition to all the things that we see here as we enjoy longleaf breeze i've got a legal practice and that legal practice just sits there and says, what about me? What about me? And I'm constantly feeling this tearing between what I would like to be doing at the farm and what I know I need to do to take care of my clients. And I, am, I constantly feel like I'm letting both of them down. And it's, that's frustrating me right now. I'm not quite sure how we're going to deal with it, but well, a lot of moms stay at home <laughs> because well, they feel like they're doing a half-ass job at work and a half-ass job at home. And yeah, uh, and um, it, it's a real challenge. But at, at least we're able to enjoy living here at the farm, and it is really nice yeah. to live here. Now, I thought that in leaving Birmingham, you were going to really kind of move away from your practice. Somewhere. Never intended to. Oh, okay. Uh, the only thing m- I am moving away from is maintaining an office. Okay. Um, never and face-to-face correct. sessions. I've always expected, well, you know, that's not true, Michelle. Your, your memory's better than mine. There was a point when we were riding high and feeling the testosterone boom. Curs- coursing through our veins with the great performance of our investments. Right that we were thinking, I won't need to maintain the legal practice. But those dreams slipped away with the uh, decline in petroleum prices. And uh, I was just going to make a suggestion. Uh, Lee, you're just going to have to establish a priority so that you won't be frustrated. Right now, you're developing your farm, but you're still in your legal practice. Put it first. Assign the must duties to Amanda since she's not employed, and don't worry about it. I agree with that. And and one thing I told Lee is that I said, you know, I mean, I do some consulting on the side, but it honestly is such a trickle of and so inconsistent amount of income that um, I really think I should be the farmer for right now. And, yes, there are going to be some physical things and using the equipment that I can't do. But as far as that garden out there, and it is huge. I mean, it will be. It will be huge. I hope. Um, that's my. I told him. I said, "This is my summer project." But really, I need to learn to be the farmer. And so I took over the 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 um, business this year of figuring out what seed to plant, 
getting it ordered. Um, yes, he's paying for it because he's the lawyer. <laughs> I, I gave him a bill. Um, and then if we really, you know, get desperate for money, and I guess I can learn to sell what I grow, but I don't think it'll be that bad. I think you can make enough money as a lawyer if I can do the farming. And, uh, and he has to take a break. I mean, it's so pretty here on a nice day. He needs to get out and stretch his legs anyway, and he kind of enjoys riding around. You do like your tractor, right? Yeah. I enjoy everything we do. I don't particularly enjoy riding around on the tractor. I enjoy working on Veg Hill. I enjoy working with my hands most anything we do. You know, I've always said, or said here at Longleaf Breeze, there's a dividing line in my, my mind between things that are play and things that are work, and work consists of those things I have to wear ear protection to do. So if I, you know, stuff that I don't have to wear ear protection to do, I love doing. So anyway, how do you all react to that? I mean, I, I think maybe you, we might see a change over the next year that I'm really going to become more the hands-on farming, growing person. But we'll see. I'm still going to need him to help with the heavy lifting chores kind of work around here. He'll need to take a break ever so often. But that will be his sideline. I'm not sure I'm ready to think of myself as giving up my role as farmer. That that would involve some grieving for me, Mama. Well, I don't mean give it up. Just make it secondary. That's all. I would say calling it t a hiatus, taking a hiatus from it, because you do plan, don't you, to retire at some point from the legal practice. And so when that time comes, yes, full-time farming awaits you. So. What about you two? What do you think? Smith doesn't care for it. <laughs> yeah, Smith uh, has Smith been... just farted and he might be pooping right now. <laughs> <laughs> Smith is uh, providing his own commentary. Hi. Would you like to make a comment, Smith? <laughs> he has a mouthful of apple right now. It's impeding his speech process. But <laughs> he has been very good during this whole time. He's Such been remarkably boy. quiet. <laughs> Participant in the podcast. Smith, what do you have to say? What does the cow say on the farm? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what does the monkey say? On the farm? Smith, what does the monkey say? All right. Sorry. Yeah. Take well, it really is fun to have him here, and that's another thing I should comment on is how he seems to love it here. The minute we got him out of the car the other day, he headed down that hill. He wanted to run on the planting field, and uh, he loved the flags we put out. We, we haven't talked about the fact that one way we marked our rows and aisles on the veg hill was to put out these flags, you know, the kind that are on like a metal stick, and they're brightly colored at one end, and he just had a field day with those. Forget the muscadines, although he did enjoy looking at the little blossoms and blooms on the plants, don't yes. you think? No, he's, it's been uh, just so much fun to see him explore this area out here and, uh, and to have the freedom to just run around and for me not to have to worry about him running out into the street um, has been liberating. Um, and, and, you know, we talked about a television program where – children who were you know seven eight years old were not able to identify fresh produce but they could identify pizza and hamburgers and uh 
to know that Smith is going to grow up visiting this place and we'll never have that problem. You know, he's going to grow up seeing how food comes out of the ground. And that, that is so neat. You know what it's exciting to me, Joe? Smith is going to grow up not only knowing what a potato looks like when it comes out of the ground, but he's going to know that not all potatoes are white. That's right. some, some potatoes <laughs> are cranberry, and some potatoes are blue, and some potatoes are teeny tiny, and some like- of them are huge, and some of them, excuse me, some of them are sweet potatoes. And- well, one thing that you, you are referring to is that now all my seed potatoes have arrived. I ordered some cranberry red that are red all the way through, some all blue, and some Russian banana fingerling heirlooms. And uh, I have never planted potatoes like that before. I have done sweet potato plants, but I've never planted uh, those the seed potatoes before, so that will be a grand experiment. But the blue potatoes are going crazy with their sprouts right now. So in a couple of weeks, we'll be putting those in the ground. And if successful, you're right. Smith will grow up knowing that potatoes come in many different colors and shapes and sizes and flavors. Yes. So let's hope. Else that was fun to me the other day, Joe, was um, – I think y'all were all occupied, and I was responsible for Smith, and I knew I needed to clean the grill. Smith got up here on the bank just north of the pole barn where the blueberries are growing and just sat there and amused himself while I was working on the grill. I have the impression that he doesn't get a chance to do that much. He's with adult supervision most of the day. And there was almost no adult supervision. I mean, I was keeping an eye on him. I was making sure he was safe. But he was just, you know, looking at the grass and watching the bugs. And It's definitely rare for him to be outside and <clears throat> without any kind of supervision. He, he has a little playroom, which is basically a baby prison yeah. uh, <laughs> with toys. Um. But, yeah, for him to be sitting outside in the sunshine and surrounded by nature is pretty special. So Yeah, yeah, and, and I wouldn't say he's ever without adult supervision. I think maybe what you meant was somebody just right by him in his face, making sure he you kind of monitor nope, every move. all by himself. <laughs> Very just funny. a sheepdog res- with rum hanging on its neck. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I would expect happens is... When he's outside, he normally has an adult lurking nearby and responding to whatever he's doing, saying, oh, you see the flower, you see the bug, you see the clover, that's clover, that's an ant, that's a bumblebee. And he didn't have that. He was just watching all that, (laughs) which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Well, and he'll have more of that. We took him down yesterday to uh, to, to see the creek. He seemed to like that a lot. And then we identified a tree that might make a great site for a tree house for him one of these days and he was fascinated with that i'm excited about that i i can just see how much he will enjoy that yeah typical little boy he will enjoy he's got some older cousins who've enjoyed that creek and walking along the creek bank so we think it's been boy tested already i can remember his father liked to fish so he might like to fish in the pond he very well might. We we have some work to do getting that pond ready so that Smith and his daddy can enjoy fishing in it. But that's one of our tasks. wonder if Mom could take that one on, too. Huh? Well, I'm actually 
thinking about calling in, uh, trying to do something maybe to get some uh, attention from the uh, county extension service on that because I'm a little over my head with pond management. I don't have any background on that. And we all are. Uh, We are probably running fairly close to the end of the podcast, so I wanted to ask the two of you, Michelle has taken care of Smith and she's no longer with us right now, but I'd love for the two of you to uh, respond if you have any response to the plans we've shared with you about the lodge. You've not had a chance to share that with us since you were um, helping us before. You just want to know the initial thoughts? Yes. Uh, I think that just from the plans that I saw on on your laptop, it seems like uh, it's going to be a, a neat space, kind of a, a bigger version of what you've already created here, which is really pleasant. And it's been fun throughout uh, the sort of cold and, uh, and, and warmish season. And I know you've talked about wanting to see how this performs in the summer hot season as well. Um, but I, you know, I think Michelle and I are both very excited to just see how it develops. Uh, we are too. Yeah, we're looking forward to having that that space available. Um, but you know, I, I think that it uh, it is also you know, a very cautiously approached just as you approach this space. Well, I think it's a very good idea because um, the beauty of it is that it promises so much enjoyment to so many different people. And I think it's a very practical idea also because I think at first you were thinking about people visiting the, the apartment but as I think the reverse is true, you're coming to the apartment whenever the lodge is filled with people because it will accommodate everyone. And the beauty around here promises to be always with us. And I think whoever is fortunate enough to spend some time in the lodge will certainly be fortunate and blessed. Well, that you will be one of those people then, Mama, because we're hoping you'll be spending lots of time in the lodge reservations uh questions concerns about the the approach we're taking with the lodge um i guess one question maybe is just in terms of uh have you thought about communication between this area and and the lodge is it just going to be cell phone calls if they're if they're if you need to talk to the people that are in the lodge yeah um we have talked about this what we're doing is um there's we're uh drinking all the apple juice we can and we're gonna have an apple juice can at one end (laughs) apple juice very funny and a string strung between them walkie talkie Uh, um no haven't given it a moment's thought have you well, you might want to speak to the the pathways, you know, just the walking paths that we thought about putting between the two. Well, that certainly is true. We have thought through with some care and deliberation where the fire pit might be. And the place where we have in mind for the fire pit is a sort of a natural 
uh, jumping off point on the way between the lodge and the barn. But <clears throat> your question about communication, haven't given it any thought. I guess I figure we probably will call on the cell phone <laughs> if we need to talk. If it's nice weather, I'll just get on, I'll walk the path. It's not that far. And we have already um, in our possession some of those little LED, I guess you'd call them, those um, solar lights that you put along you've seen people put in their garden or along a path we have a lot of those and we thought we would just have a well-lit footpath that goes straight from one to the other so you're gonna wear yourself out wear I, you're gonna end up either making phone calls or yelling or you're gonna get uh some kind of walkie-talkie or intercom or we something could do that walkie-talkie you uh one of the things that i believe we're doing right is developing an area that we're calling the core campus. And this core campus really is close. I mean, from, from the farthest point, which will be the lodge on one end, to the south end of Veg Hill on the other, is, and then the pond on the, the third corner. I mean, you could probably walk all three of them, and, and it's two-tenths of a mile. I mean, it's just they're so close together. Mm-hmm. And the distance between the barn and the uh, lodge is, what, 175 feet? I mean, it's just nothing. So I'm not worried about wearing ourselves out walking back and forth between the two. But I imagine we'll end up using the cell phones a lot because we have good cell phone reception here at yeah. Leaf Breeze. Y'all seen Smith's shoe? I can't find Smith's other shoe. I know where Smith's other shoe is. Look under the uh, buffet, just to the left of the. Woodstock. I'm saying this is this is my question from the lodge, oh. <laughs> and I'm yeah. wondering I'm wondering if Smith's other shoe is in the apartment. I, I'm I, just I'm just asking. I need somebody in the apartment to tell me if Smith's other shoe is in the apartment. I saw where you were going with that, Joe. Even if your father didn't, I yeah, saw that. I missed it. I I slept through it. Uh, but I would say to anyone who calls saying where's Smith's other shoe. Come on down to the barn and look for it. Um, what about uh, weather? If you're, if it's rainy or something, um, is the path going to be so that um, it will be covered or not? We hadn't thought of covering it, but we do want to have it. The the walkway made out of some kind of material that, like maybe just some pea gravel or something of that nature, so that you're not constantly fighting. Or it might even we might even decide to pave it if we if it really gets to be a problem, so that you're not in the mud between the two. But we really hadn't thought of having a covered walkway. That might be a bit much for a farm. Right. But we certainly would have lots of umbrellas hanging around and rain gear, so that if it's bad, and you know the chances are if we really had a spate of bad weather, we'd figure out a way for everybody just to stay in the lodge and just be under one roof. It's a, it's a good property. Let's go look at it some more. I, I agree. Well, I think this is probably a good time for us to end, so we will say farewell here next week. I guess we will be uh, talking about the weather station, which is a new addition here at Longleaf Breeze. And we'll also have a great deal more to share about the planting that's going on. So have a good week. You've been listening to Longleaf Breeze with Lee and Amanda Borden. We'd love to hear from you. You can call the farm at 334-625-8682, send email to letters at longleafbreeze.com, or you can send us honest-to-goodness mail at P.O. Box 780-446, 
Tallahassee, Alabama 36078. To browse our archive, to learn more about the farm and about Lee and Amanda, and to talk with other listeners, visit us at longleaffreeze.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.